This is the Morning Sports Desk on KWAD. Corey, it's playoff hockey time. Dun, 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 dun. As the sports bed would say, it is, and we have playoff hockey on our broadcast schedule tonight, CJ. It's Section 6A Boys Hockey as Wadena Deer Creek plays host to Morris Benson Area Pop Quiz. The nickname of Morris Benson Area is... Uh, I don't know. Pass. Storm. Uh, I don't know that either. It's how, written right here. How fitting. At least that's what it says there. Yep, it's the storm. Oh, good, thank goodness. It's a 4-5 matchup, and it's scheduled for a 7 o'clock start time. Should I have guessed Road Crew? Road Crew would have been a fine guess. That would have been a fine guess. And that might be the only uh, n- team in the country that's nicknamed that. Good. The road crew? Yeah. Don't you think? I would say so. It's a 4-5 matchup. Wadena Deer Creek, obviously the four seed since they are hosting. Uh, but a 6-45, 6-40 pregame somewhere in there this evening with a 7 o'clock scheduled face-off. The Wolverines, as a four seed, come into this opening round uh, uh, tournament game at 14-9-2 overall. They finished at six and five in the Midstate Conference, and six and three in section play. Uh, they are winners of three of their last five. Looking at their last five games of the regular season, a four-four tie with Sock Rapids Rice, eight-five win over Kitson Central, eight-four win over Wilmer. An 8-5 loss to Cambridge Isanti and a 5-3 victory over Red Lake Falls to close out the year. Morris Benson area, 15-9 overall. They were 7-3 in the Mid-State Conference and 7-3 in section play. They are winners of four of the last five to close out the regular season, beating Prairie Center area 5-4, losing to Northern Lakes 4-2. Beating Park Rapids area three to one, Breckenridge Wapiton seven zero, and Breck six to two. Now I know what you're thinking. These are conference foes. Didn't they play during the regular season? You better believe they did. They played uh, back on November 29th. That was a six zero win for Wadena Deer Creek. But then they played again January 31st, and that was a 6-5 victory for Morris Benson area. So they split during the regular season. A lot of goals scored. Uh, they'll play tonight at 7. Winner advances to play Saturday at 4 o'clock at the MAC in St. Cloud, and um, they will take on the winner of top-seeded Alexandria area versus eight-seeded Breckenridge Wapiton. All right, so playoff hockey tonight, Corey, on KWAD. Should be fun. It's a 4-5 matchup. I believe these two teams met in the postseason last year, Morris Benson area getting the better of Wadena Deer Creek, but this is a chance to get a little bit of that revenge in this game. Morris Benson area won 5-4 in this exact game a year ago. All right, so Wadena Ice Arena tonight. Any kind of... I mean, we're just guessing here, but will how will the actual winter storm, does that impact this game at all? I haven't heard anything yet, um, so it seems like maybe not. That being said, it's not even 8 o'clock yet, so 
A lot can change. A lot, a, a lot can change. A lot can change. A lot might not change. A lot might change. I'm trying to make this as confusing as possible. Yes, good. You're doing a great job. It could change. It could not change. If it does change, we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> uh, let's take a look into the state sports here, Corey. Uh, so Anthony Edwards, we didn't touch on this yesterday, yep. had uh, a comment at All-Star Weekend that kind of caught the national media by surprise. I want to play this clip for you. Okay. Uh, have you heard what he said? Uh, no, I know he has scored 12 points in the game. And he wore a cool sweater. All right. Perfect. So here's what he had to say. There's anything I could change about the league to make it better. Probably just all the guys sitting resting. That's the only thing I probably don't like. Um, just play, man. If you if you if you if you eighty percent seven you gotta play. I, I don't I don't like all the sitting missing games and stuff like these people these people might have enough money to come to one game, you know what I'm saying? And it, that might be the game they come to and then you sitting out. You know what I'm saying? So I take pride in trying to play every game because I don't know. It might be one fan that has never seen me play, and I'm trying to play. So I don't. that's the only thing I don't like, uh, guys just sitting out. That's his clip. By the way, Anthony Edwards has not missed a game at all this season. He's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. You know what? It's really hard. I actually I saw um, a video on this yesterday. Oh, what's his name? National guy. Woj? Long hair, beard. No, like one of those opinion guys. Nick oh, Wright. Uh, Nick Wright. Yeah, yeah, for Fox Sports. <clears throat> yeah. So Nick Wright had a at a little had his a little rant on this exact thing. Uh, I saw the video yesterday, and his rant on this is, I'm paraphrasing, of course, is that um, we as fans and and um, in in the media. And in sports in general, like just the sporting world in general, what's the one thing that matters most, CJ? What would you say? What's the thing that matters for an athlete when their career is all said and done? I'm going to say winning. Championships. Yeah. Right? We don't care about anything else. Fans don't care. Fans want championships. Teams want championships. Players want championships. Media wants those players because that is how we judge somebody right Mm -hmm. like the argument against lebron james being the greatest ever is that he doesn't have as many championships as michael jordan who went who was undefeated in in championship play right yeah like so we really really care about championships but because of that players have now it's they're not wrong for this either but players have determined, well, if I'm going to be judged on championships and championships only, then I'm going to make sure I can I give myself the best chance of playing in a championship, mm-hmm. which means in an 82-game season, if I only play 55 games, so be it. If I don't want to participate in the dunk contest, that's fine because being the dunk champ does not – it'll go on my resume, but – I, I'm not going to make the Hall of Fame. People aren't going to aren't going to speak of me appropriately in my career if just because I won a dunk championship. Outside of ruling Twitter for like a night, you get nothing. It uh, they don't want to play hard in the the All Star games. Weird. Yep. Right. What are they? Now they're not wrong for this perspective because just the sporting world as a whole has decided the only thing that matters 
is championships. That's the only thing. So because of that, guys don't, uh, you know, if you are not 100%, mm-hmm. you're not going to play. I would love to know what the threshold is. Like he, he threw out, man, if you're 80%, you got to play. Yeah. If you're 75%, you got, what is the, I wonder what the behind the scenes number is. It's probably different for everyone, but like, are you playing at 65%? What's the, what's the line? Well, and to play devil's advocate, somebody could say playing at 60, is it better for my team if I play at 65% or is it better if I take the night off? To come back the next night. Oh yeah, totally. Eighty percent. It's an interesting bit of gamesmanship. But like on a, here's the thing: it's like we could talk about this all the time. But just on a pure gut level, it's why ESPN has pictures of Anthony Edwards with this graphic typed up next to his head because on a gut level, this resonates with everybody. You can throw out all of the championships matter, and they gotta rest up, and they gotta do all this. But on a gut level, Anthony, and doesn't mean it's right. But on a gut level, Anthony Edwards is like, man. Guys may only get to one game a year, and they come to watch the Stars. If the Golden State Warriors come to the Target Center, everybody's going to watch Steph Curry, and if that's a night that it's the second night of a back-to-back and he has load management, what the heck, the Timberwolves upcharge these tickets 100 bucks a seat to not even watch Steph Curry play. Yeah, no, he's right. <laughs> they should play. Like Here's, here's an example. Um, a, a few years ago, I got Twins tickets, uh-huh. and I picked the Twins tickets the this game on purpose because uh, they were going to play the Angels, and they had just gotten Otani. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they have Mike Trout and Albert Pujols was still playing for him, and the forecast was for rain, and I didn't care. I didn't care. I was like, I'm making the trip. I'm getting to that stadium because if that game gets played mm-hmm. i need to be there because i want to watch trout play and otani play and pujols play i've never seen albert pujols play that he was like he was on my baseball list i got to see that happen and it rained and it rained and it rained and a game that was supposed to start at one got pushed back to a seven o'clock start time so i watched it on tv but i didn't get a chance to see him in person and that stinks like yeah, I know you can you can use those tickets later, whatever. But I just lost out on those tickets, and that's a huge, huge bummer to make that trip. Now, obviously, weather, baseball it's the it's a it's a little apples to oranges, but the same would be true for LeBron James. I would love to see LeBron James play in person. I would love to see Steph Curry or Kevin Durant or or Giannis or whatever. Pick uh, any one of probably. Uh, a dozen players that would be really, really fun to see, including Anthony Edwards. Mm-hmm. And if they weren't playing, I'd be. Bu- that's they. They're the the Timberwolves are not great. I'm not going to watch the Timberwolves play team basketball right now. Mm-hmm. I want to go. This is my chance to go see, um, potentially like Golden State make their potentially last run together with the with their big three get to see phoenix with devin booker and kevin durant and and chris Chris paul like that'd be so cool and if they're not gonna play just because it's the second night of a of a back-to-back that sucks dude it's just not they're not wrong for uh, having this approach i'm not i'm not necessarily blaming them because we're all kind of in on this together right 
Um, but I don't think it's right. Well, with baseball, it's like what the Twins do with Byron Buxton, right? They're like, hey, we want to keep him healthy for the whole season, so we're going to put him on a load management plan. And fans are like, you should play every game. And that was a big d- talking point last season. Because, And it's the same thing Anthony Edwards used. You're going to the ballpark because you want to watch Byron Buxton run around the bases and make uh-huh. a diving catch. I got to see Byron Buxton last April obliterate a baseball into the second deck at Target Field. Yeah, It's awesome. And... If you it's don't get to awesome. see, and you don't get to see that because they just decide that Buxton needs to rest up so he doesn't get knee soreness in a month, like you understand the argument by the Twins, but you also can turn around and say, "Come on, man! I want to watch Byron Buxton play baseball. That's the whole point why I follow this team." I um I remember the first time I saw Buxton play in person. You'd always heard about how fast he was, and mm-hmm. they would show the way they would show him on TV. They would like, oh wow, he actually is fast. There was like a a bloop fly ball into shallow left center field, mm-hmm. and we were sitting way up high, third baseline. Yeah, and you have to like the the ball looks a little different off the bat, right? You got to like adjust your eyes for half a second. Mm-hmm. But uh, this little bloop happened. And because we sit up so high, like the ball comes up to almost eye level and you lose sight of where the feelers are for a second. Mm-hmm. So I went, the bloop happens, and my eyes automatically go, all right, who's moving for this ball? And you find Buxton moving, and then you go back to the ball, and then you look for Buxton again, and he was already standing under it. Like where guys, it just looked like one of those where people would have to sprint. You know how sometimes it falls between um, third base, shortstop, and left field? Like there's that Bermuda Triangle? Mm -hmm. It was in that sort of zone, but with center field instead. And when I looked back the second time to find Buxton, he was just camped underneath it where everyone else was still full-out sprinting for this. And it was... uh, I remember that. That's the first time I ever got to see him. I remember that play because he was he was as fast as advertised. It was special to watch, and uh, it stinks not to be able to watch that. Yeah, it does. Speaking of the Twins, one last thing, Corey. Yeah. Do you know who Jordan Belazovic is? No. So he's a Twins pitching prospect, and he basically uh, was a top 100 prospect last year. He was uh, all set to make the major league team last year until he didn't. And he was hurt to start the year. And then he had an ERA of seven and then they move on uh, to next season. And they're like, okay, he's healthy. The twins rotations kind of loaded right now, or at least with a ton of depth. So he doesn't quite have a spot, but if he works hard, there's definitely a shot. He could crack the big league roster. And then Saturday morning, uh, Derek Falvey, the Twins president of baseball operations, and Rocco Baldelli, the manager, both say that Jordan Belazovic is out seven to ten days with a broken jaw, which he suffered, and they didn't admit this, but I think everybody kind of understands, that it happened in a bar fight. <sighs> and by the way, not even a fight. He got punched in the face and knocked out. So not only could he not pitch, but he also apparently can't land a punch either. Uh, so he's out seven to ten days. And I can't tell you how scathing of a quote it is from the Twins on the whole Belazovic issue. So there's an article from Dan Hayes. He covers the Twins for The Athletic. And this is the quote that Derek Falvey had to talk about uh, with with him uh, about Belazovic. He said, we all have to be aware that the decisions we make, 
where we go, what we do at different times can have ramifications, and I think we just want to make sure here that we're being clear that we need to prioritize baseball and what's going on moving forward. That's the message we collectively delivered in this case. Basically, that's a they said that to the media, and who knows what they told them behind closed doors. But I just imagine if something like, look, dummy, and a bunch of words I can't say on the radio... Get your you-know-what together or you're going to be out of here so fast your head's going to spin. Worse than when you got knocked out at the bar. Worse than when your face was on the bottom of Old Joe's Bar in Fort Myers. <sighs> anyway, it goes to show you who knows about prospects. And it's a good thing that the Twins got a guy like Pablo Lopez. They have Tyler Malley, Joe Ryan, Kenta Maeda, Bailey Ober, and a whole bunch of other guys who can take that spot and they don't have to quite rely on on Blazvik, who kind of proves he can't quite be reliable. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, February 21st.